Pushing buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny Episode 10. Today we're going to answer questions from our viewers, make a prank call to Red Lake Tactical, and highlight a company called Southern Bullets. Today's panel is Sean Heron from We Like Shooting. Hello. Lacey Lane. Hi, guys. And I'm Ava Flanell. Oh, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hello, how are you? <laughs> oh, thanks for asking. Um, I'm doing really well. Okay, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> What about you? Uh, I am doing great. I just swig. No, I'm just kidding. I, we're not allowed to talk about all the whiskey. Wait, dang it. I keep saying it. Yeah. Remember when somebody wrote us a bad review? Yeah. Actually, we should read that on the show. We should. And then we, we should choose him as a winner. We should because he's never going to listen anyway. <laughs> exactly. And then he won't even know that he won something. <laughs> and then, then we he don't, won't even win. Yeah. And then we don't even have to pay money to send him a shirt. We could just buy the shirt for ourselves. Perfect. Genius. Okay, we're doing that. I feel like we just solved all the nation's problems all <laughs> in one fell swoop. Uh, yeah, some some jackass gave us a two-star oh. review. Well, I wasn't going to call him names. But <laughs> oh, I mean, no, he said jackass. He said we drank we'll too much on the show. We'll just leave that to Ava. Ava will do the name calling. Do you want to read that review really quickly, actually? <laughs> yeah, let me go ahead and find it here. All right, listen to one show. Subscribe, then promptly unsubscribe. The girl seems legit and wanting to actually have a decent podcast. The guy... Was it best annoying, but mostly juvenile? <laughs> the humor was sophomoric, and the constant references to how much they drink seems right at home. In a teenager's YouTube rant, drinking before noon doesn't make you edgy, just an alcoholic. Oh, and those accents, like nails on a chalkboard. Oh, dang it. That one hurt my feelings. I don't have feelings, but if I had them, they would probably hurt. <laughs> okay, well, congrats. You're the winner. <laughs> yeah. I'm just uh, thinking he's a little bit jealous because he doesn't get to day drink. <laughs> uh, Ajax the dog, you win. Um, unfortunately, you have to still be you. So I think I, I guess actually, we all lose. no. You know what? I'm gonna change it. I, if he he wins, uh, I'm gonna collect some of tickle shit. Oh no, <laughs> that's just awful. All right, all right. So um, you should put glitter on it. Yeah, a tickle shit bomb. <laughs> yes, that actually is probably illegal. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I guess we'll find out when the cops come. Uh, and, and, you know, I'll tell you this. Uh, in order to pay bail, we're going to need to talk about Hauntag gear. <laughs> yeah. So remember when he said if we need help with anything? Yep. Okay. So you have his number on speed dial, right? No, I got his number blocked. I hate that guy. Okay. Well, Lacey, you have his number on speed dial? Uh, I never got his number. I got him on Instagram. Okay. Well, somebody's going to have to talk to him to bail me out. <laughs> I'll just do an Instagram live video. Perfect. No, actually, we love so. Jake over at Huntack Gear and uh, love all the products that they're doing. Really some cool stuff. Making a big splash, honestly, with their V1 series handguards, uppers, uh, their angled foregrip, which, you know, I just happen to have right here. And since I did pretend to drink whiskey, uh, this is just an upper, completely inert and non-fireable at this point. But yeah, this is the V1 series. I actually do love it. Um, very aesthetically pleasing. Ava, what are your thoughts? Super lightweight. And Lacey's actually going to be building an AR here shortly. What? I am I'm so excited. On her list is already uh, Hunt Tech gear. Yeah. yeah the V1 the v series. Yep. So. Yep. Get the V1 series upper and handguard. I'm a big fan. Uh, they've got different size handguards. This is the 15 inch with the Faxon 14 inch, or I'm sorry, 16 inch pencil barrel. So. Mm -hmm. Which helps. Absolutely love which it. definitely helps to make it uh, really lightweight. Yep. Yeah. So Jake. 
I need the V1 series. Well, and the best part about that, Lacey, <laughs> is all you have to do is go to huntackgear.com. That's H-U-N-T-A-C gear.com and use coupon code GUNFUNNY10. You get 10% off your entire order. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Exactly. So bonus. Go check out Hunt Gear. If you're a hunter, if you're a shooter, if you're a gun person, you'll find all kinds of great stuff over there. Definitely. All right. So, hey, Ava, this week we don't actually have a guest, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. So I figured uh, with it being our 10th episode and, um, you know, we've already developed uh, um, some pretty good relationships with a lot of our listeners Um, (laughs) and some pretty bad ones. (laughs) And and, uh, and so I was thinking that, you know, a lot of the listeners, they they don't know that much about us. So they've already spent, you know, so many hours listening to our shows. But I think that it kind of helps for us to develop a better relationship with them if they knew a little bit about ourselves. So I figured that I would dedicate episode 10 to interviewing ourselves. All right. Let's and uh, and also we we um, we let listeners uh, message us. Uh, questions that they had for us so a lot of these questions majority of them are are coming from our listeners but in the future if you guys have any questions that you'd like us to answer feel free to email us and we'll you know we'll store it away for the next segment uh next time we interview ourselves yeah totally and uh, even if you have other questions just send them on in gunfunny.com click on the contact link and uh, we will definitely get to them but hey let's deconstruct us Deconstructing the Industry. So how's this going to work? Are you just uh, are we just going to go down the list or just alternate asking one person a question? I think we should alternate. Okay, cool. Let me ask you the first one. Okay. Ava? I'm ready. <laughs> how did you get started in the firearm industry? All right. So I, uh, you know, contrary to what a lot of people would probably think, um, I was raised around guns. My parents owned a gun store, but I, um, I was never really into guns. I only shot my first gun five years ago. And, um, before that, you know, I was very girly. When I turned 18, I left, uh, to go to New York city for school. And, uh, and then I worked, um, I worked for the New York Yankees in legal and finance, my degrees in English and communications. So, um, being in the firearm industry is something that I never, really wanted to do, uh, nor would I have ever thought that I'd be doing this. Um, but five and a half years ago, um, my mom, my family and I were shooting a TV show, a pilot for a TV show. And my mom, um, they wanted the cameraman, they wanted uh, my mom to, who was an instructor, they wanted my mom to teach me how to shoot a gun on camera. So my first time was on camera, which would have been, you know, televised, uh, viewed by pretty much um, a ton of people. So as you can imagine, it was kind of terrifying. And I remember I could not rack the slide on any gun. So like off, off camera, she had to load the gun for me. The only one that I could do was like on a 22. And I don't even remember what these guns were. I don't, I never really paid attention to the names. Um, but I could do it on a 22, but my mom's like, you're not going to shoot a 22. Like that's dinky, you know, let's, let's shoot a nine. So off camera, she had to load it for me. And then she gave me a quick lesson and I shot the gun and I shot it really well. Like my first shot was bullseye and it was just like back to back, you know, just super accurate. And even the camera guys were just like, are you sure this is the first time that she shot? And, uh, and so 
you know, I enjoyed it. It's not like I was like, oh, wow, I had, you know, this like revelation where it's like I suddenly like guns like it was enjoyable, but I was still ready to, you know, go back to my life in New York. And uh, and then a few days um, later, my mom passed away due to a freak accident. And um, so I moved I left New York and I moved back to Colorado to, you know, help my dad with the family business. And then maybe six months later, I just kind of woke up one day and decided to be an instructor, kind of like my mom. And, um, yeah, so that's how I got into the industry. And it's just, it's grown since then, you know, like initially I became a, um, an instructor just, uh, with, you know, basic pistol instructor. And then I got a bunch of other credentials, uh, NRA credentials. And, uh, then I ended up getting my FFL and it's just kind of all sort of, um, you know, cascaded, avalanched. Yeah. Yep. Just like that. And so I often look back and I think that my mom would be really surprised that I'm doing this because I mean, I'm surprised. I love it and I don't regret it, but it's really the last thing that I would have ever imagined. So Very it, just, cool. it just goes to show you could really start at any time. You know, you can, it doesn't mean that you have to be raised around guns or shooting at the age of five to get started. You can, you can, you know, decide to, to learn something new or to change your life at any given second. And it's never really too late. Definitely. Your right. turn, Sean. Yay. Yeah. Uh, how did you get started in the firearm industry? All right. So lifelong, uh, pretty much not a gun person. I used to summer up in the small mountain towns with my aunt and uncle and their kids. And uh, the uncle was a heavy gun collector, loved guns, had lots of older guns, World War II guns, things like that. And I was I was definitely interested. And he would he taught us how to reload, which now I realize, oh, that dirty bastard. He uh, he was getting free child slave labor while I was staying there during the summers. But I loved it. And uh, one time he handed me a, a World War II Luger. I was maybe 11, maybe something very, very young. Didn't know anything about guns and um, handed it to me. I was checking it out. Uh, we were in the kitchen. I said, can I pull the trigger? He said, absolutely. So I pulled the trigger. Boom. Gun goes off, blows out their plate glass window. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was really traumatic, honestly. Like I felt really bad because, you know, I had done it, even though now I realized that it was really, really a stupid thing to give it to me, not check it. Let me pull the trigger without checking it. And uh, definitely a negligent discharge for sure. So fast forward a bunch of years, you know, that it had left a lasting impression. Uh, not a big deal. But then I was camping a lot and I was like, you know what? There's bears, mountain lions, wolves, uh, at Caitlyn Jenner, all kinds of things in the woods that, <laughs> that I was afraid of. So I decided, hey, I'm going to get a gun just to take up there for protection. But then me, I can't do anything. So I was like, well, I'm going to take a gun safety class. And I hadn't decided to get a concealed carry permit or anything, but that was the class I found here at Paradise Firearms in Colorado Springs. Uh, the instructor after the class said, if you want to be, be a really good shooter, you should become an instructor. And once again, I fell for the fell for the hype and did that. And, you know, I became an instructor and then just kind of fell in love with it. Um, at one point, Aaron and I were like, how can we we should start a website where we can just keep track of the projects that we're doing with the guns that we're buying and stuff like that. So we started it and then we realized, well, we want we want to put out more content and maybe just like hire some other writers. So we found some people and it just kind of turned into this thing that ended up being we like shooting. And then we uh, eventually got tricked into a podcast. My whole gun story is all just me being tricked into shit by people. <laughs> so 
Uh, that's pretty much it. We started, we like shooting and that has grown to be a crazy thing. Um, about two months ago, I took over and acquired the firearms radio network. So now there's a bunch of people that, uh, that rely on the content that we put out every week. And I think that's just a really cool thing. And gun funny is on the firearms radio, ne- radio network. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Just, uh, you know, it all happened by accident and now I'm just fully bought in, love it, breathe it every single day. Awesome. Lacey, one of the questions that the listeners had for you was, uh, how is it with Ava teaching you how to shoot? Do you think that it's better to be taught by a stranger or someone you know? I think there's a fine line for that. Um, As far as Ava teaching me to shoot, it's been really easy for me. Um, I think that's because the reason we're friends is because we think a lot alike and have a lot in common. So um, you kind of answered my questions before I even had a chance to ask them. Um, however, if it had been someone too close to me teaching me, I think that that could have ended up being a disaster if we're being completely honest. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they, um, I have a lot of instructor friends and obviously they're more than confident or competent to teach their wives, but a lot of them will send their wives to me because they're like, look, I like to keep, you know, I don't want to fight with my <laughs> wife. I'd like to stay married if you could just and teach a her. <laughs> yeah. And so, and it's kind of the same way because I've tried to teach, um, I was dating a guy who didn't have any experience and I tried to teach him and a part of me just wanted to choke him, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> so all in all, um, I enjoy Ava teaching me. Nice. Awesome. Thanks. Thank and how you. did you get started into Gun Funny? Um, so I just ended up being the friend that got drug along for the ride. To did you get with. tricked like Sean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. Um, Ava called me one day and she was like, I want you to be on the show. And I'm just kind of one of those spontaneous people that really has a hard time saying no anyway. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> So when Ava called me and told me she wanted me on the show, I said, okay, and here I am. <laughs> Done. Now yep. you're here. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm, now I'm just stuck with it. Record scratch. Oh, wait. I've actually yeah, got where the, is uh, it? Come uh, on. Record scratch. Come on, DJ. Freeze frame. I bet, you, I, I bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> now you know. <laughs> Ava, why did you create Gun Funny? Uh, so I created it because, well, so I was on We Like Shooting and I enjoyed it, but I didn't really feel like it was really a good fit for me. Um, but I, I still, you know, after getting a taste of that, I still, I enjoyed, um, I'm very opinionated and I enjoy talking about guns and interviewing people. And I think that, um, you know, being a female in the industry that, I feel like there's still, there's just, there's still, even though there's, you know, it's gaining momentum and there's more women getting involved, I think that it could be so much more, you know, uh, greater than what it is. So I wanted to create something that would sort of, you know, humanize the industry, um, allow people to share their stories and experiences, because I don't know about you, but like every time I see somebody that is just really impressive and, you know, like maybe like a, um, a shooter or just somebody who is just really taking the industry by storm. You kind of wonder, okay, I wonder what their story is and I wonder how they got involved and what motivates them. And so I always, you know, wonder about other stuff other than just, you know, the guns that they shoot and, you know, who their sponsors are and stuff like that, that most, um, 
you know, most interviews, um, that that's what they would ask that person. So, and I also thought that, you know, by kind of adding a little humor to the show that it would, it would humanize us and humanize, uh, the industry as opposed to everyone thinking that the gun industry is just a bunch of, you know, egotistical, you know, just hard asses. Um, and then I also think that, you know, highlighting a lot of these, uh, companies that helps to support a lot of small businesses and sort of, you know, um, gain attention to, you know, to a lot of the companies that aren't able to, um, to advertise to the masses. Yeah. So. Like, like everyone knows Smith and Wesson, but to be able to bring like contact gear company, cool companies like that, that are, you know, good people trying to do good things and really, uh, honestly innovating in a space that's very, very, very full. Uh, I think that's huge. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big part of the reason why I'm probably still here because I took such an interest in other people's stories and, uh, what the industry has to offer. I guess I never realized it. I guess like you just said, Ava, when you're on the outside looking in, you know, you just kind of look at it as the gun industry and you think it's all about guns and you don't think of the inspiring stories behind um, how everybody got there. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Um, Sean, so I know winter's coming and I know that you've been, you know, uh, eating quite a bit. I mean, we Going all Going into hibernation mode. I'll admit, I went to the doctor's <laughs> this morning and I gained eight pounds and it's cool, whatever. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't give a shit. Um, but one of the viewers, they wanted to know what kind of snacks do you like to eat? You know, I'm not a snacker actually, really. Uh, so th- how did you, uh, I mean, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when I, when I fly, I always make sure that I have pretzels and raisinets though. That's like when I fly, that's, that's what I want. Do you eat them together or separately? Yes. Together? Yes. <laughs> together yes. and separately. And you know honestly, tastes, you know, it tastes so good as popcorn and raisinets. I know. Together. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It is. What is that I called? Like, I don't know. I, don't, I just, I invented it like way before it started. It was a thing. It is delicious. Um, so yeah, I mean, but we all know that hashtag white cake is the best. I mean, is that a real question? Like, is this happening to my life right now? What you like to snack on? Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know why somebody even wanted to know. Personally, okay. personally, I don't really care. Pretzels and raisinets. All right, cool. But I'm not a big snacker. I, I eat meals, but I don't really snack. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I snack a lot, like on all the candy. <laughs> Do you just literally eat bags of candy every day? Okay, are you really asking me? About <laughs> I have a candy problem, okay? All right, all right. Back to guns. Back to guns. All right, candy. Could you tell us about the candy problem, please? <laughs> Ava, you kind of already touched on this one, but what was the first gun you shot as an adult? So, um, so I don't even know what it was, honestly. it was. I just know that it was a 9 millimeter, and my mom you know, on the show, I have video of it. Actually, I should look at it and see if I recognize, like maybe it was a Glock, but I just know that I, you know, I don't know. I mean, it was a black gun and, uh, in a nine millimeter, it, it was a crazy evil baby killer. And I don't even, yeah, it was, uh, and then, but the funny thing is I was just telling Lacey before we started the show is, so I just remember I shot a nine millimeter. I probably shot it like maybe 10 times and then after that they were like okay that's cool you could shoot pretty well and then my dad brings out a nine millimeter full auto so that was the second gun that i shot in that's crazy my whole life 
not even my adult life but yep go from a nine to okay well that's great but let's go full (laughs) auto have fun and i have video of that as well and i'm kind of surprised by like when i look back at that video it's uh i am surprised by like how well i actually did considering you know i just i Uh, i didn't care for guns uh i definitely have no upper body muscle none and (laughs) uh yeah so what about what about you lacy um, so the first gun I ever shot was a BT-99, which is a trap gun. It's a 12-gauge shotgun. And so most of my background is in shotguns, and um, that is actually due to my ex-husband, who used to shoot competitively in trap. So um, I started out shooting clay targets, and I still love shooting clay targets. It's fun. Yeah, but, it's definitely a lot of fun. We should all go do that. We should. I'm so down. Yeah. Are you down, John? Uh, so I even have a, I've got one of the big, huge electronic clay throwers. Nice. That runs off battery. And, and you're just now telling me this? We've, oh, been, the, we've known each yeah. other for like over a year? Yeah. And we don't know this? I, I mean, I've got it. It's in the storage unit. I've got that. I've got the batteries. I've got the clays. I've got the shotguns. I've got the ammo. Cool. So we'll just bring the snacks. I've, I've even got the range. <laughs> Wait, what we'll kind of snacks? We'll bring the and pretzels. Okay. I mean, we could have the popcorn and raisinets. That's also very delicious. <laughs> what was the first Hashtag gun you white shot? Hashtag cake. I don't remember, but it was a hunting rifle and we were prairie dog hunting. It was with the same uncle. Uh, he would take us out and we would eradicate entire colonies and families of prairie dogs. Hmm. Um, I do remember that w- one of the things that I feel worst about in my entire life is we were prairie dog hunting and there was like a sparrow, like just a little tiny cute bird on a rock. And me being like 10 or whatever, I was like, can I shoot that bird? And he's like, yeah. So I did. And it like just vaporized it. And to this day, I still feel guilty about that one bird. Like to, to, to the point where if I'm outside, like I don't even step on bugs. Like, cause I'm like, you know what? This is your house. If they come in my house, it's game over. But when I'm outside, like I don't want to destroy nature. Um, I don't have anything against hunting. I really, I absolutely don't. I realize that hunting is an awesome thing and it, you know, it helps keep uh, everything. It helps keep the circle of life going. Um, I'm not a pacifist by any means, but yeah, I feel guilty about that freaking sparrow mm-hmm. and I probably will for the rest of my life. That's funny. Yeah. What about that spider that you killed yesterday when you were doing the leaf blower? So that spider tried to murder me. <laughs> and look, was it flying at so, your head? Yes. So self-defense, uh, I don't, look, I don't even want to talk about this right now, but self-defense being what it is, uh, if a guy tries to take my wallet and I think he's going to kill me, I'm going to kill him first. That spider tried to take my life and I killed it first. And that's, that's all we need to talk about right there. <laughs> the only hunting I ever did besides prairie dog hunting was rabbit hunting. Mm. The first time that I shot a rabbit it was I think the first time that you shoot an animal aside from like something that's diseased I think it is it you, it's different I mean I've killed lots it. of prairie dogs uh I've gone coyote hunting I have no problem killing coyotes because honestly a, a coyote killed my dog when I was a kid so I owe them <laughs> it's and, payback. yeah it payback for real like they <laughs> ate it and just like left it on, left parts of it on the porch and I'm like okay cool coyotes now you have an enemy for life <laughs> Um, deer hunting, no problem. Like anything. I have no problem with hunting whatsoever. Like I am not by any means. I have no problem with it. It's just not something that I do. And if I go out to hunt, you know, I go out with a purpose and I go out to, to harvest and, and take food and things like that. But you know, just if I'm walking down the street, like I try not even to step on bugs. Like I just, I feel like that's a, a karmic circle and I don't know how I justify it, but I do. Hmm. Now we're getting spiritual. So yeah. So that aside, <laughs> let's talk about business. All right. Let's get down to business. Yes, let's do this. What's your, business. What's your ultimate business goal? 
Um, all right, so I'm a little bit. When I go in on something, I go in hard. Wait. <laughs> when when we started, we like shooting, and when when it eventually turned into a podcast, I was like, okay, but if we're gonna do this, if we're gonna put our time, effort, energy, and everything into it, we're gonna do it right. And I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur. I've tried a thousand different things. But, you know, not all of them have taken. Um, I've been pretty successful doing some other stuff. But We Like Shooting has been something that's grown way past where I ever thought it would be. Um, In my opinion, we are the most successful gun podcast that there is. um, Just because we've really turned it from content into a business. And that, that is kind of my goal is to make it a business, but also to make it fun because... I really, truly love it. We like shooting is one of the one of my favorite things every single week. So my ultimate goal in business is to create this media empire where we have fun, where, you know, the people who consume our content have fun. But honestly, also, uh, you know, a way to pay the bills and, and, and live a good life. I think that's that's ultimately the key. When I took over the Firearms Radio Network, it wasn't a it wasn't necessarily a business decision as much as it was. Look, there's 12 shows on the network. There's a bunch of people that listen to the content on the network, hundreds of thousands of downloads every single month. And if Jake leaves and we get someone who doesn't understand what it's like to be part of that family, then I feel like if I had the opportunity to stay and keep it a lot the way it is and to make sure that someone who's been part of that family keeps it that way, um, I would I would never forgive myself. So I took that over. And ultimately, the goal is exactly that, to make the Firearms Radio Network a great place for people to find content that they actually care about, to connect with hosts and personalities that they actually care about. But also, you know, have it have it pay the bills, uh, not just for me, but for lots of other people. I want to create jobs. I want to uh, I want to give people a way to make a living doing what they love. And uh, that's my ultimate goal. I don't need I don't need to be rich. I just need to I needed to, you know, pay bills and, and make opportunity. I did make a joke in there, but we appreciate that you do all that for us, Sean. Oh no, Lacey. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Don't you've never you've never said anything nice. I know to me Just, before. Can we move on? Now? <laughs> I know. I feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's like once it's never gonna happen again. So just enjoy it. Freeze frame. Zoom in on my face. I bet you're wondering how I got here. And meanwhile, like six months ago, I thought you gave up saying that. Uh, no, I'm bringing it back. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. I'm bringing it back. All right. So let's see, Lacey. Yeah. Um, what advice? So you have trained with Ava now. You did really, really extremely well to the point where I was actually pretty dang impressed. Damn. I was impressed what is with this? Myself. This is like the mutual admiration society. <laughs> I don't like this I anymore. Know. We can't interview each other anymore. What advice would you give to beginners, Lacey? Um, my advice probably would be, um, don't think that you can't do it. Like, don't look at firearms or guns and think that you're going to disappoint somebody or you can't do it. And the only reason I'm saying that is because right before I shot, Ava asked me if I was ready to shoot. And I looked at her and I was like, I, I don't know. And she's all, what do you mean? And I said, I don't want to disappoint you. Um, so don't think that you can't do it. Um, I think the other piece of advice that I would have is make sure that you find somebody to train you that you're comfortable with and that you feel comfortable asking questions because if you don't then I mean that just kind of leaves it open for you and I don't you you might not necessarily enjoy it and you might feel like you don't understand what's going on so thanks Ava hmm. you're welcome <laughs> hooray <laughs> 
Uh, let's see, where are we? So, we are on Ava's business now. Yeah, this this one is actually a pretty good question. Um, for the bullseye guarantee, Ava, was there ever a time you didn't think that a student would make it? Tell the truth. Hmm. <laughs> there was a few students that it was definitely a little bit more difficult. Um, you know, like, so I think as long as the person is willing to listen and they are correcting, like they want to correct it, um, some people, I think that you just, you'll tell them and you'll try to approach it differently because maybe they're just not understanding it one way or the other. But for some reason, there's still just that, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. Like there's still just that gap between what you want them to do and what they're understanding, how they should do it. <clears throat> um, worst case scenario, and I've done this with, uh, with one student is, they did shoot some bullseyes, but it still, it wasn't, their target didn't look like what I would have wanted it to look like. I mean, you know, if there's some bullseyes, but you don't have a nice tight grouping, you know, at the end of the day, it could be more of an accident that you got a bullseye, not an accident, but you know, more luck than anything. Yeah, so, um, abnormality, an, yeah. an aberration. So I always want, when I'm done with you, I want you to have a nice tight grouping within the bullseye, you know, area, not just like, okay, still just splatter all over the paper and maybe, you know, a few shots here and there, uh, get, you know, (laughs) uh, get the bullseye. So I have had students in the past, um, one lady in particular that, that I could think of, I told her, you know, just think about it, do some dry fire drills and, um, and then we'll, we'll reschedule and, you know, cause I mean, you can only accomplish so much in one day before you get tired. A lot of times the student, you know, they might get a little, um, flustered and sometimes you just need some time in between. So I did tell one lady to do that, to just, you know, let's take a break and a week later we'll reschedule and it's not a big deal. I yeah. mean, at the end of the day, like I'll teach you, you know, the whole thing, the bullseye guarantee is that I teach you until you're shooting bullseyes. So if you're not getting that in one day, that's fine. If it takes more than one lesson, that's, you know, that's my problem, not theirs. I've got this whole psychological theory on this whole whole thing and the bullseye guarantee. Would you like to hear it? Sure. Okay. So here's the thing. Teaching someone to shoot is not about teaching someone to shoot. You do not have to have God-given talent to be a good shooter. You don't have to have God-given talent or some kind of crazy physiology like Michael Phelps. Like no one can be my Michael Phelps, right? He's like built like a mutant and that's why he wins everything. But he's also got drive ambition and all that great stuff. But not everyone can be Michael Phelps, no matter, no matter how hard they practice, no matter how hard they swim. What you have to do in these classes, because shooting is a, it's a skill that is teachable. Mm-hmm. If you have the proper form, follow through and everything, you can be a good shooter. Everyone can be a good shooter. It doesn't take anything crazy. What people have to have to be a great shooter is and and look there's there's obviously people like Jerry Mitchell like that totally throw this out of proportion but for he has that god-given talent that most people don't have however you can be a good shooter just by learning the proper fundamentals and applying them when you actually shoot the big thing here is conquering fear and that's i think what you really provide with the bullseye guarantee is you help people conquer that fear because look flinch that's the be- that's the biggest reason that people miss their target that's the biggest reason that people miss that bullseye because they have that or they, fear or they apply too much pressure or yeah they yeah. jerk the trigger yeah and all of that is based on it's that fear, fear. Yeah. It, it is 100 percent. these skills are all completely teachable what ava helps is people conquer their fears and i think that's i think that's for most instructors but ava does a really exceptional job at it 
And that's why the bullseye guarantee has been successful for her. So everyone can be a good shooter. It's just all about, once again, conquering that fear. And I think that's just, I think it's a huge thing for instructors to be able to help people conquer that fear. I agree. I'm like a, a psychiatrist. Kind of. <laughs> oh, <With> yeah. Guns. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You're the nine millimeter psychotherapist. So, Sean, um, somebody asked that they heard that you and Jeremy took a bath in warm ranch, warm ranch dressing after the bullpup shoot. Uh, they want to know, is there any truth to that or is it all speculation? Did they send pictures? Oh, just answer the question. I just need just to know. Just be honest. Remember, you said we got to answer these questions. Yeah, you told honestly. us to be honest. Yeah. All right. So here, first of first of all, is this even a real question? Like, did people actually send this in? Yes. All right. Great. I, I said it's I, on I said I would. Yeah, I would say I told him I was like I wouldn't doubt it, but we'll ask him. Well, Jeremy wasn't at the bullpup shoot, so the answer is no. We did not take a warm ranch bath. Oh, thank together. God. I was about to just be like, okay, he needs to be gone. We need to kick him off. The <laughs> yeah. No, definitely not true. All speculation. Um, but if TMZ has pictures, I was young and I needed the money. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, where do we go from here? Where do we go? From do we just start asking maybe questions that we all could answer? Oh, what about once, once somebody wants to know, do you guys take your class and effort to meet you? And that is... I think absolutely. I hate to say it, um, but usually I can pick up on this. And in that case, I'm just like, hey, Sean, want to teach a class with me? Uh, yeah. And <laughs> because I'm all... a lot of them always ask for private training, like one on one. I've had people fly in out of state to do one on one training with me. And usually I'll have Sean uh, teach the class. Teach the class. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. OK, there you go. Have fun. I'm all, hey, what's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good stuff. Uh, all right. I want to ask, what calibers do you guys carry? Um, I carry a nine, but that's because that's what I'm learning on. So that's what I'm comfortable with right now. I think it's a great choice. Yeah, definitely. I think so. Nine, I think it, it ideally is is probably the best caliber for self-defense. But I carry a 380. Uh, same diameter as a nine, but a little less power behind it. But I can shoot. So I carry a Glock 42. And I could shoot that thing so well. It's super lightweight. I'm not hesitant to carry it with me. You know, it doesn't weigh me down. Um, and I just have so much control, whether it's shooting, you know, with one hand, both hands. Um, I, I could shoot it really well. So for me, it's more, I think what's important is shot placement and the ability to carry more rounds which um, I know the actual Glock 42 only carries, that magazine only carries six, but I use a mag extender that allows me to carry an additional two, and then I keep one load in the chamber. Yep. I like that. Um, I carry nine millimeter. I, I do think nine millimeter is, it's our best option as a self-defense round. With modern ammunition, um, we're talking huge wound cavities with nine millimeter hollow points and a lot of the self-defense stuff that's on the market. So I think it's a great option. But again, carry what you feel comfortable with, carry what you shoot well. And I mean, if 22 is what you, the only thing you're comfortable with and that you shoot well, look, it's the most deadly caliber. Yes, that's because it's the most uh, rampant caliber. It's the most popular caliber. So of course it's gonna have you know more, more deaths on it than anything else, but shoot and carry what you are good with. And for me, that's nine millimeter. What do you all do besides shooting? For example, hobbies, vacations, other jobs, and so on. Hmm. Why don't you start us off, Ava? 
Uh, I was thinking about this last night. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> At the end of the day, like, I think my whole life revolves around working. Um, in fact, the last two days I kind of took off to work on my house and uh, I, you know, I got the leaves, like I raked the leaves and blew, blew the leaves and uh, changed my light fixture and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And honestly, I know that it was like, it was kind of a pain and it was a lot of work, but I sort of, that was sort of like my break from, from work because previously before that I had been working literally like the last three or four days before that I worked for my dad every day and then in the morning or the evening I was teaching a class so just yeah and as far as other jobs I do I occasionally help my dad uh, with his gun store and range and he has a paintball park and museum and stuff like that so I'll help with that but I haven't taken a vacation in a little while and I'm definitely due for one uh you took a vacation for my wedding that was in July Okay, well, I need another one. <laughs> How about I don't you? remember that one. <laughs> How about you, Lacey? Um, okay, so for me, I have a lot of hobbies because, well, my husband owns a business and I help him run the business, but mostly I do the paperwork side of it. I don't, he's the people person, not me. Um, so I do a lot of that for him. Um, oh, you're not a people person? I never knew. <laughs> really not. I couldn't do what you do out at your dad's, Ava. Um, otherwise I spend a lot of my time at the gym. I love going to the gym. Um, it keeps me happy. It keeps me sane. Also, um, we do take a lot of vacations to Vegas because we have a lot of family there. And most of the time we drag Ava with us just for fun. Cause I keep (laughs) things fun. (laughs) I mean, we're not into that whole, you know, swingers thing or anything, but no, definitely (laughs) not. Definitely not. Um, I think that's about it for me for hobbies and vacations. What about you, Sean? Um, Let's see. So I actually do have a full-time day job. Um, I'm a software engineer at a Fortune 50 company. And I own my own web development business, although I've taken a little bit of a hiatus from that just because the shooting stuff has been uh, taken off so well. But yeah, own and run the Firearms Radio Network, own and run We Like Shooting. Um, I shoot a lot. I traveled a ton this summer. I also teach... Um, medical civilian medical classes for tra- trauma and all that good stuff. I traveled to nine different states in the last four months teaching those classes and uh, taught a lot of them here in Colorado as well. And I play hockey. I love that. That's one of my favorite things to do. And I, I guess that's really about it. Uh, play hockey, shoot guns, travel, teach, uh, shoot more guns, and just. I like to have fun, but I kind of have fun no matter what I do, no matter any job I've ever have. I've always liked, I've always had fun doing it. I, I, I just, I think life's too short not to have fun doing whatever you happen to be doing. So I'm not one of the guys that sits around and says, Oh, you know, my life sucks because this, or my job sucks because this, I figure out a way to make it work. And I have fun. Um, because again, that's, that's how I want my life to be. So that's the way I make my life. That's cool. The question was, what do you all do besides shooting? I shoot guns and then I travel and then I shoot guns and then I teach medical and then I shoot guns. <laughs> yeah, we get it. We all shoot guns. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's that's great. Moving on. How does the industry attract more women? Oh, my God. Who wants to start? I personally, I don't think that they are doing a lot to attract women. I mean, other than making, you know, pink and purple products, um, 
with some camouflage. I mean, on there's it. there's been well, and these are more manufacturers. There's been a lot of organizations such as the Well Armed Woman. Um, what is it? A girl and a gun. Um, a lot of organizations like that that are getting more women involved. Um, but I'm still just, you know, for as many women that are actually getting involved in the industry, they're still just, I don't think manufacturers are keeping up with the demand. Like even this summer I was looking for shorts, like tactical shooting shorts, and I could not find any. And the one place, I mean, I couldn't find any that looked decent and that, you know, seemed like they'd be comfortable and actually fit well. Um, and then one company that I did find it, I ended up getting it and it just, they weren't great. But, um, I don't know. I think, I think a lot more needs to be done. I don't know. How do you guys feel? I think, um, as far as attracting more women to the industry, I think a lot of it is kind of what Sean touched on with instructing and it's fear. I think a lot of women have a fear of this industry and I think somehow we need to find a way to break through that barrier of fear with women because, um, it makes you vulnerable. It really makes you vulnerable to have fear of this industry, I think. Yeah. And that's my opinion. Oh, I guess I've got a pretty strong opinion on this one, too. Um, if the question is how does, like, how currently does the industry attract more women, I don't think it does. If the question is how should the industry attract more women, uh, how about this? How about guys quit being creepy douchebags? How about every time you see a girl, you don't need to go over and try to correct something or, or pump yourself or puff yourself up and make yourself seem really cool because somehow you think that she's going to be like, oh, he's so smart about guns. Let me go ahead and go out on a date with him. How but, about, you're, but you're very puffy. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's that's, that's fluffy. fluffy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's fluffy. They're bags of candy. But um, so I, I think that's the way. Uh, if women are going to get involved in shooting, it is because they're going to find instructors in this industry that, that don't uh, have huge egos and don't try to make them feel stupid about things and try to help them overcome those fears and things like that. Like if you just go to a range and you watch a woman come into that range and you see the the dudes all try to like puff themselves up and go give tons of unasked for advice. It, it's kind of ridiculous. Now, maybe we get to spend way more time shooting than a lot of people do. So we see this just a little bit more. But how about when a girl posts a picture of her shooting a gun online, 95 dudes don't be like, oh, well, you need to correct this. You need to correct that. Like she doesn't care. She doesn't give a shit about what you have to say. She had fun. She had a great experience. She wanted to post a picture of it. She doesn't need you tearing it up, critiquing it and telling her how to be better. Um, if someone asks you for advice, provide the advice. Otherwise, keep your stupid mouth shut because you're not trying to you're not trying to get a date. Um, and until that kind of mentality goes away, I don't I don't think we're going to see more women in the industry. I think we need strong women. I think we need guys to actually take a step back and realize that the Second Amendment is for everyone, not just guys who think they know everything. And uh, I think that women will just come to it based on that. I mean, obviously, personal protection is a concern for a lot of women. So I think that when they come to it, they don't need to be pumped up by a bunch of type A or, or fake type A personalities that think they know everything about everything. Yeah. And just to kind of touch on that, I think more female instructors is a big part of that as well, because I think a lot of times if you have a male teaching you um, they're they take it to an intimidation level of you being a female. So you're ignorant about what you're doing and that makes it difficult for any female to learn. And personally, it kind of makes you just want to walk away from the industry. Mm hmm. 
I, I totally yeah i mean i see the creepy factor like on go to instagram go to instagram and look at someone like maybe cheyenne dalton uh, a 16 year old who's a competition shooter awesome has never posted any kind of picture that's even remotely questionable in any way and look at the freaking creepy ass comments from a bunch of douchebags on her on her posts it's literally and absolutely disgusting and you know guys if if you are even remotely like that be ashamed of yourself and fix it yeah. i agree and actually so we um sean and i were thinking well we're not thinking we're going to we are now um qualified to to become to to take the class to become uh nra counselors Oh yeah, TCs, training counselors. And one of the biggest reasons that I want to do that is because in order for me to become an instructor, I had to take my classes. There was no female counselors. Um, in fact, even today, I don't know of any female counselors. But everyone, I took, I got my credentials from a few different places, um, different male counselors. But they were all just. I mean, it was one guy was like a total jerk, very drill sergeant, you know type mentality and then the other guy was just really really old and I kind of felt like he just needed to retire but um He's but so old it's so old <laughs> he couldn't even walk I'm like I'm like can you even see that I just hit the target <laughs> and, any, and anything more than eight rounds of 45 ACP is too much you're, you're asking for trouble <laughs> pretty much so so that is actually one of the things that um I'm excited to do yeah. And we got to look into that and book tickets. And I'll, stuff. I'll tell you what, here's the thing. The, the NRA needs better training counselors. I've taken mm-hmm. a bunch that passed a bunch of people that should not have been passed. Agree. I know I have a good friend who's a TC now and he's actually holding people to a higher standard. And I think that's great. And honestly, uh, I've sat in on a bunch of classes and I would maybe approve or, or actually pass maybe three instructors. So it's definitely not a money making venture for me. If I become a TC, it's just to stop all the crappy instructors that are out there and uh, not give credentials to people who don't deserve them yeah like you <laughs> just kidding <laughs> oh that talk about your all-time backfires <laughs> uh this uh, question i really like go can we, for it can you ask this one yep how should training be split 50 percent medical 50 percent shooting or 70 percent shooting 10 percent medical 20 percent de-escalation uh i guess i'll answer it too there you go. Is that okay? Yes, please. <laughs> All right, great. So here are my thoughts on this. As an adult, I've been practicing my whole life for de-escalation. Unless you're one of those type A douchebags or fake type A douchebags that I talked about, uh, you're probably pretty good at de-escalating things because otherwise you're probably not going to survive past your you know your fifth grade, uh, fifth grade or whatever. So de-escalation, sure, you could take some classes on that, but. Ultimately, I think that we've all pretty much lived a life of de-escalation unless you get in fights every time you go to the convenience store. So I'm not, not, I don't think that's a huge training focus for me personally. Maybe, uh, maybe you're a person that needs that. So me personally, I am 50% medical, 50% 50 shooting. For every shooting class, I will also try to take a medical class. Um, I think that medical is the number one thing that people, that Americans, that citizens of the United States should take because this is the most likely thing that we're going to, that we're going to come across, whether it's a car accident, a mass shooting, an active shooter, a household accident, a hiking accident, a negligent discharge at the range. These are things that can happen to everyday people that do happen to everyday people. And I think that medical is huge, huge, and people don't give enough focus to it. So 50% 50% medical, 50% shooting. And as I always say, if you're learning how to put holes in things, you should also learn how to plug them up because someday the hole may be in you and you're going to want that knowledge. It could be in someone you love. You're going to want that knowledge. 
So go get the 50% medical, get the 50% shooting and just be the best person that you can possibly be. I think it's super important. What do you guys think? I completely agree. I agree too. All right. There you go. Should we go and make a prank call? Ah, I guess. At least it's not me being embarrassed this time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. It's time for Prank Calls with Malcolm and Gertrude. Really tactical. How can I help? Hi. Um, my dad's birthday is coming up, and I was wondering um, if I could get him a holster. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know he really likes leather, like a black we, leather. We don't do leather at the shop. Well, what do you do? I thought this was a, 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 like a holster company. It is, but we only make Kydex holsters. Um, so that's what is, a, what is, um, what is the a thermal Kydex? plastic with a nickel base. Hmm. Do you think he would like that? Uh, possibly. Um, it ju- I mean, it depends. Some people really like it. Other people are like the diehard leather fans. I mean, it, ju- it just depends. How many, how many nickels is it made out of? So it just has, that's one of the materials in it is nickel. What's the other materials? It's a thermal plastic. Oh. I mean. Okay, well, can I come by today and pick it up? What firearm is it for? Mm, I think it's called like a um, something eagle, like a sand eagle. Um, let me see if I have any on the shelf. Give me one moment. Okay, thank you. Uh-huh. No, I would not have one of those um, on my shelf. I mean, you can still come in and kind of look at what products we have, but I don't have one of those um, that you could pick up today. Okay, do you have one for like a 1910 or something? For 1911, yeah. I would have a... Do you know the barrel length on it by chance? Mm, I'd have to steal it when he's sleeping to find out. Okay. Um, how much is it? Um, fifty nine ninety nine. Okay, so I'm gonna have to get my change together and go to Walmart. Um, well, what is the pro? Like, do I have to do a background check when I come to pick it up? Not for the holster, no. Unless you're buying a firearm. Did you sell guns? Should I get him a gun for his birthday? You could, and next door to us, um, they sell firearms right next door at Springs Armory. Oh, perfect. Okay, so what are your hours next week? Uh, 10.30 to 6.30, Tuesday through Saturday. Um, that's confusing. So, wait, so 10.30 at night? 10.30 in the morning to 6.30 at night. And what days again? Tuesday through Saturday. Okay, well, I guess, because I have swimming lessons, and then I guess I just got to get my mom to drop me off, so can I just call you and let you know when I'm going to come by? Yeah, of course. You can definitely do that. Okay. You sound so nice. I appreciate it. Oh, well, thank you. So, let's see. Um, and what colors do you have it in? Who are you talking to on the phone? We have Odie Green. Dad. We have Hello? Black. Dad, get off the phone. Who is this? Dad. Who are you talking to? We have Altaicam. I'm black carbon to, fiber, gunmetal gray, and FDE flat dark earth. What holster are the company? Colors that we have. The, Hello, Dad, who is this? It's supposed to be a surprise. What? I don't like surprises. Who is this? I didn't get her name. I guess. I hear you talking on the telephone and he's saying you're so nice. Are you back on one of them sex lines? No. <laughs> Hello, who is this? This is Amanda. Uh, it's my friend. Do you from know school. you're talking to Amina, Amanda? Dad, it's my friend Hello? from school. Get off the phone. I'm trying to talk here. Hello? 
Who who is this? Uh, I don't know who she's talking to. Who is this? Can you please? uh, Amanda. Amanda. From. uh, Are you her friend from school? What? uh, Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Click. (laughs) This is getting complicated. (laughs) Yeah, that's fucking awesome. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) That that is actually pretty hilarious. So, again, she's just like. Uh, you know what? Goodbye. <laughs> I'm surprised again. I'm surprised that they talked to me for that long. I know. It's uh, gun companies, Second Amendment companies have the best customer service ever. It's true. Yeah. And it makes you think. if they Even would, if you are like a 12-year-old kid. Yeah. That's like, oh, I'll have to steal his gun. <laughs> <laughs> when he's asleep and measure, measure how, uh, how long the barrel is. You know what it makes me wonder? It makes me wonder why there's such assholes working at the cell phone companies. Right, they need to. They need to go train at a gun company so they right. can provide better service for the cell phones. It and just it just goes to show. I mean, people who sell guns. I mean, they're very level headed and patient. And, and I'm going to tell you this is, is uh, coming up very very soon. We may be, we may call a gun company about the the LTE service. <laughs> uh, that's foreshadowing for next week. So anyway, uh, gun companies, well done. Red Lake Tactical, well done. Uh, and well done, Amanda. <laughs> avoiding. The sexual harassment suit from the angry father. I think that's great. <laughs> Here we go. Next segment. Tactic Talk. Discussing popular guns and gear. Love it? Hate it? Find out now. So Lacey and I have been getting um, a lot of products from Southern Bullets lately. And um, their, their stuff is so, like, just really creative and well-made and you see a lot of companies out there that you know make jewelry from uh from the casings the the ammo casings but the one thing that i like about this company is there's a lot of things that um that she's creating that you don't see just you know with with all the other companies out there like for example um and we don't have a picture of it but i did receive this little card holder you can see on my instagram I posted a picture of it and it's these little casings and inside the center of the casings are these little jewels and it holds my cards and I usually put it out. Um, a lot of times I'll advertise my classes at my dad's and um, it's funny because I've already had I think three people take pictures of it so and I'll, I'll tell them where it's from but I love that they sent me this belly ring. Uh, which is really cute and you can see online it only um, it retails for just $15. Lisa you recently you received a few things from them what'd you get? Yeah um, I got a necklace earrings and a bracelet Um, and I just really like it because it's elegant um, which I think a lot of times when they take the casings and try to make jewelry sometimes it doesn't turn out so elegant. Yeah, it's not as it definitely doesn't look as as pretty. But this company is just so cute. And if you look at their Instagram page, um, all of her pictures and stuff, it's just, it's just I don't know. I love the I love the feel behind it. So, um, ladies, if you're listening, definitely check out uh, Southern Bullets. They're on Etsy, and their website is uh, you can go to etsy.com/shop/southernbullets/items. Uh, otherwise, it's Southern Bullets FL. I believe they're located in Florida. And if you want to receive, uh, I think it's 10 or 15% off. I have a coupon code for them. And of course, I should have had it handy. It's uh, gunfunny.com slash discounts. You can find all the coupon codes for all the companies that work with us. 
Yeah, but you, so I did, I listed a, um, I listed a coupon code for them though. Hold on, let me pull it up really quickly so that you guys can. So the weird, the weird thing about the weird thing about all this is they sent me the belly ring too, and <laughs> I mean I put it in, but it's not that sexy. <laughs> wow, I, no more rompers. I thought, yeah, they probably I figured. We, I, so it's elite fifteen for fifteen percent off. Yeah, which is a hell of a deal because their stuff is super affordable, um, and it's just really cute. So if you and I'm not like I don't really like wearing a lot of um, a lot of jewelry or stuff that uh, I don't know. I like I like wearing jewelry when I when I dress up and stuff. But a lot of times, especially in my industry, it's like jeans and a T-shirt. So all of this stuff just goes really well, whether you're dressing up or if you're just dressing down, it goes really well. Yeah. Like 76 percent of the time you look homeless anyway. So Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) it's true. When you're when you have all these businesses and you're a single mother of tickles, you don't have time to put on makeup or you know make sure your clothes match. <laughs> and I'll post pictures of my jewelry on your Instagram. Yeah, which is uh, what? What's your Instagram? It is Lacey underscore Gunfunny. Perfect. All right, excellent stuff. Hey, uh, Ava, we've been getting tons of iTunes reviews. <laughs> Yes, we have. Guys, thank you so much for leaving us iTunes reviews. I know that iTunes is a pain in the butt. Um, is but it? it oh, okay, it really is. I mean, unless you have an iPhone where you could just go on the app and search for Gun Funny and leave a review, okay, then it's pretty easy. But if you don't, then um, it is kind of a nightmare. And I appreciate the people that are really going out of their way to leave reviews, especially if they don't have an iPhone. I mean, all right, so I'm just I'm going to open iTunes. I'm going to go up into search store and I'm going to type in gun funny. If I could type. It helps spell. Uh, okay. So 30 <laughs> seconds. So there's gun funny. Let me click on it. Okay. That's great. Let me subscribe to it. Why are you not subscribed already? I'm on it. Hmm. And then ratings and reviews. Cool. Writer. Okay, so that what took like ten seconds. Not so that then you hard. clicked on ratings and reviews. Yeah, and then, and then let me type. I'll type the review right now while we're live. All right, perfect. Um, Maybe you should say something good about yourself because everyone seems <laughs> to bash you. All right, Sean is the best. Five, okay, five stars. Okay, Sean is the best. And submit. All right, great. Thank you. Yeah, boom, perfect. five stars, just just like that. And uh, what did that take? A lot, eleven seconds. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're right. right. Cool, Hang yeah. on. Do you want me to use my stopwatch? What's that? What's that TV show? Are you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> okay. So anyway, yes, please leave us reviews. You can search for us on iTunes. Lacey, do you want to read uh, these two reviews that we got? Yep. Sure. So the first one is Girl Power by Girls and Guns. Ugh. Love seeing women in the firearm industry who know what they're talking about and can be funny about it. Keep it up, ladies. <laughs> Does oh. that dude think that I'm a chick? <laughs> I think everybody thinks you're. I mean, honestly, like no mention of the dude on the show. That's cool. Okay, next next review. <laughs> awesome podcast by Matthew Lewis. I love the guests they've had so far. Ava does a great job of adding female guests to the mix, which is refreshing in the gun industry. I love that there's no egos, and they add a nice balance of serious and funny. Thank you, Matthew. Well, thank you, thank you again. No mention of Sean, <laughs> and well. thank you, girls and guns. <laughs> oh, this just in new review uh, Sean is the best five stars <laughs> alright so one of the things that I wanted to talk to you guys about is um, becoming a Patreon hold on real talk right now 
Real Ugh. talk. Do this. Yeah, this is real talk. I know, real talk. I was just prepping Guys, them. Oh. sign up and become a Patreon. <laughs> yeah. What, so, wait, what is a Patreon? So a Patreon, basically, uh, you're going to donate to the show. and Why the hell would I do that? Well, it helps support um, your snacks. <laughs> uh, Lacey's drinking problem. Become a Patreon now. <laughs> wait, it's not my drinking problem. I want to go to SHOT Show, damn it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, but it does, it helps support, you know, with... Uh, just you know, like every every business has, uh, um, they have bills. Well, here's the thing, like obviously, and, and we can't the bills. They raise the rent. The rent is too damn high. <laughs> <laughs> the rent is too damn high. I still wanted to vote for that guy for president. Uh, look, there there are bills, but here's the thing, like events. Uh, if you want to listen to us talk about the cool stuff in the gun industry, we actually have to go to events, and that's why why Patreon helps. Um, there are great companies that support media and podcasts and things like that, but most of the companies out there, they're just looking for a free handout. They want to trade media for free product. That product, that's cool. But ultimately, we we have to get places, we have to do things in order to talk about them on the show. And Patreon really, truly helps that. It's a way for the people who listen. I mean, honestly, like uh, coffee is, you know, three or four or five bucks a day, depending on where you go. And if you listen to this podcast every single week and you enjoy it and it helps you get through your days, then please consider it. You can do it for a dollar a week. You can do it for $50 a week, whatever level you want to do. Uh, we truly, truly appreciate it. It helps with the show. It helps with travel expenses. It helps with, uh, you know, uh, ammunition and all the things that we do there. Uh, we do funny videos. All those things cost money and your support helps more than you can possibly know. So go check it out, please. Gunfunny.com. Click on the, the uh, Patreon link on the right-hand side, and uh, we hope to see you there. Ava, there's something really cool going on for Patreon. Yeah, so right now, the first 10 subscribers, uh, they get free T-shirts. So um, whatever your pledge is, it really doesn't matter. You get a free T-shirt. Um, and then also, like if you donate to the show, and you, you get access to our Patreon-only Facebook page. Uh, depending on your level of donation, you get access to our Gun Funny Snapchat. Um, everything's clothed. There's no nudes. Uh, <laughs> no, I post nude all the time. What okay. the hell are you talking about? Well, that's why we kicked you off. Exclusive <laughs> limited edition t-shirts, a shout out on the show. And then you, you know, if you pledge enough, you might even have the opportunity to be a guest on the show. So there's a lot of different, uh, opportunities going on to say thank you for your pledge. And what's a super e Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just watching TV. Okay. <laughs> no, actually, wow. I was going to say, uh, yes. <laughs> All right. Here's the thing. Gun Funny can't continue without your support. <laughs> we need your help to travel to events, <laughs> to shoot the guns that we talk to you about every week. So please, go to gunfunny.com and click on Become a Patreon. The dogs need you. They won't survive without you. In fact, if you don't become a Patreon, we'll kill the dogs. <laughs> okay, do, do you think that worked? I would, worked? Never, guys, I would guys, never kill guys, a dog. Guys, do you think that worked? All right, wrapping up. We gotta go. That's our okay. cue. We gotta go. <laughs> It's gotten oh, too crazy. Man. It's gotten too cray cray. <laughs> All right, guys, find us on gunfunny.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, etc. 
uh, go ahead and visit our website for all of those links. And then also uh, go check out the website. There is now a discount link on the website and uh, and it shows all of the different companies um, that support us and that we support and you can get a discount code. Uh, so if you guys like shopping online, definitely recommend checking that out. Absolutely. Who doesn't like shopping online? I mean, I always do it, especially when I take Ambien. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yep, it's time to go. <laughs> uh, check out Hunt, Hunt at Gear. GunFunny10 is your coupon code there. And uh, we will be here next week uh, in your hearts, in your minds, and hopefully not having to kill any dogs. So, And hopefully we'll see you guys on the Patreon-only Facebook page, Snapchat. Um, yeah. yeah, everything else. Look, I wish I had bought Bitcoin at the beginning. Uh, I bought it in the middle. Don't don't wait. Uh, Gun funny is not Bitcoin. Uh, before too long, we'll be worth <laughs> triple what you put into us now. So <laughs> we'll see you soon, and let's oh get out of here. Want to send feedback? Suggest a place to prank call? Tell us about a company or anything else? Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.